NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Welcome everyone to the PJ's Cast. I'm your host Pierce, alongside of my good co-host Reagan, Schmitty, and Jimmy. Holy shit! What a what a past few days it's been. We recorded the podcast two days ago, and it's already pretty much out of date. Like so much more has happened. Early, we're in now. You can see Jimmy and I. Oh, my thing like froze there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's start with Jacob Chikrin finally getting traded for what's felt like two years of him. Oh, he might get traded. My favorite picture <laughs> thing I've seen today was the was that that SpongeBob where it's like, that's it? That's lost episode. That was just a bunch of cheap walk cycles, but then this one says, that's it. That's the return for Chikrin. That was just the heroic trade plus two years of hype. <laughs> Which it was. <laughs> and, two uh, years of will he stare, will he go? And he ends up getting moved for two firsts in a second. Which wasn't it two, one first and two seconds? It's two seconds. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah it's seconds. even worse. <laughs> it's oh, two God. seconds, but one of the seconds can become a first if they make that's it. That's right. Okay. Final. Oh, oh so first, the diet first in a second. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I thought because the, on the tweet it says like from at media underscore sends it says one out of three. I'm like, okay, there's got to be more to this trade. That's what I thought it meant because it says Jacob Chikrin has been required from the Arizona Coyotes exchange for a conditional first round pick in 2023, a conditional second round pick in 2024, and then a second round pick in 2026. Not a real year, by the way. And that's it. That's it to the trade. There's there's nothing more else to it. And for what we've been hearing, like like they wanted they wanted everything for Chikrin. Like they wanted that plus like prospects. And for what we were hearing, like Ottawa said, like, oh, we don't want to trade away Ridley Greg G. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> and they get Chikrin for Jim Pinto is an untouchable in the Jack Eichel sweepstakes, okay? So no, you're you're just like and Niels Lundqvist and a first. Anyways, by the way, Penguins have assigned uh, defense with Mark Friedman and Brock McGinn to the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins, clearing up even more cap space. Well, good for them, I guess. I don't know what they're doing, but well, they're getting JT Miller or Tyler Myers. <laughs> yeah, they're getting Tyler Myers. <laughs> like the fact that like they had to come out and say Brock Besser's not on the table just to shut that up was hilarious to me. Also, just want to say that um, with the Chikrin situation, Bill Armstrong tied his own hands in the situation. You can't say, oh, we want to trade him before the deadline and then not get the return you want. Like, it was clear that Ottawa walked away months ago and then came back because you lowered your asking price. You have to stick to your guns on this trade. You have to. It's one of the only pieces you're going to get legitimate value for unless you're taking on contracts and being a broker for a third party. Like, 
I, I, they got so hellbent on getting a team that could take the full salary, which I think is ridiculous to begin with because it's not even that big of a salary. Um, four and a half million dollars. That's a fucking steal. Too. I didn't know he was paid that little. I thought he was at like a six. Yeah, that's why I said the Leafs should, should have went for him. If that's the price, dude, you could have got him and O'Reilly. Like, McCabe's a fine player. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I'm just saying, like, if that was the asking price, that's insane. Like, different, there's levels here. I have more questions. Like, I, there must have been some salary complications with, like, Carolina and stuff because there's just no way. Like, Carolina could have made that ask. There's Yeah. Oh no, guys! They wanted to trade him because guess what? Next year, a modified no trade clause kicks in. Oh no! Oh no! no. That's so scary. Oh no! And probably one of the teams on it is the team he got traded to. Oh no! But we're not gonna get into that. Um, yeah, four point six million dollars for another two years, and if that was the price you paid for Jacob Chicken, a guy who turns twenty five at the end of the month. As a legitimate top pairing defenseman and making that little money, like at least say what you will about the McCabe and Lafferty trade, but like that makes me feel a little better about things. Is if that's really that might just be the market and how things are right now. But if that's the case, make a difference. That's you're buying, yeah. If you're buying, freaking go for it, man. It's a buyer's market. It's a buyer's market this year, Sands. You know. Tanner to know, but we already we already touched on that. And Philip Heronic, if we want to get into that, like (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think... genuinely need to know what the hell Patrick Aldean's doing. Like, you had a guaranteed top 15 pick, and you just shattered away for a second pairing defenseman at best. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, and I'm sorry, the guy who I'm not trying to bet against is Steve Eiserman. He usually knows when to, you know, set shit or cut his ties with players. Like, that's insane, dude. What a, what a what a tidy damn business for Eisenman. He extends Larkin eight times eight point seven, then so gets good. another first round pick, probably in the top fifteen, um, and a second locked Wallman up for three years. Like tidy, tidy business for dude, him. Either plan is coming along, and they might even sneak into the playoffs after all of this. Maybe mm-hmm. it's yeah. fun time to be a Red Wing fan. At least right. Now. Well, like obviously this is a seller's move to an extent. But I mean, it's it's you're recouping assets that you probably wouldn't get because this guy was a is Heronic a free agent this year or what's the deal? With that? Uh, let's take a look at our let's go to handy dandy cap friendly and oh, find yeah. out our handy dandy cap friendly. Dun dun with their thirty mil. They have five picks in the top like forty five as of right now. That's that, and they might make the play again. They might yeah. make the playoffs. So yeah. Phil Peronic is making four point four this year and then next year he will be. Arbitration eligible at the end of the contract. That's 38 points this year. That snuck up on me. Oh, it's a career year for him, but it's also an outlier. Look at the rest of his stuff. So, 100%. no, they totally still hide him. Again, it was another trade where I had to like look at it twice. Am I missing something here? I think originally I saw first, I'm like, oh, a second round pick. That's not bad for Gamble for Heronic, I guess. And then I saw the first and I'm like, Vancouver, what the fuck are you doing? Oh God! Pittsburgh has six million cap now. This is gonna get. So oh, JT Miller, you are a Pittsburgh Penguin. Or Tyler oh, Myers, baby. they. Why not both? Tyler Myers for Marcus Pedersen is gonna move mountains. Oh my <laughs> Just God! Marcus this is so good. My favorite defenseman, Marcus Pedersen. Also, my favorite part of the, the Rodic trade. This is from at the Flopfish. Also, the Canucks are now, <laughs> yeah. Also, the Canucks are now over the cap for next season already. I repeat, 
They have $83.6 million committed to their roster next year. They have more cap commitments than any other NHL team next season. And they'll still find a way to give some dude a four times four July 1st. I promise you. Oh, dude. But, like, the real question is who's their next Ilya Mikheyev? Like, because, I mean, shit, is Beauvillier an RFA? They can just give him six mil. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, in all fairness, Nathan Beauvillier has been doing great with Beauvillier. He's been better than Horvat, but, like, Love I see, what are you gonna okay? I'm sorry, who are you gonna bet on the Lynn Sanity run from Nathan Beauvillier for five games? I'm calling him Nathan Beauvillier for the rest of the show now. Yeah. I don't care. The Nate Sanity run, the Nate Sanity run. Oh, and the guy only scores in the playoffs, which is convenient because the Canucks are last time I checked not making the playoffs. That's crazy. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I forgot they traded for Heronic. They're good guys. Don't worry. Uh, they'll it, make one move where I'm like, okay. Maybe they know what they're doing now. Like the Horvat trade, they should have made that trade. They made that trade. It's a good trade. But then they go out and make that trade. What? Why? Why are you doing this? I get it's the Vancouver Canucks. They're supposed to be rivals to our team. But it's Canadian teams do not how to get out of their own way. Really. Like, honestly. And, it, again, it's it has to be the ownership. It can't just be Patrick Ovi and, like, he probably only has so much. Oh, bye, Jimmy. <laughs> Second time I think that's happened since the last show. But, like, the ownership absolutely has to play a part in this. And, I, oh, man. Just when you think it's getting better in Vancouver, it's like, no, we're, we're going to make it even worse. And What's the meme where it's like you killed the person but not the idea? Yeah. Like... It's like half Jim Benning and then – <laughs> my dream is your nightmare or whatever that meme is yeah. like, if that's your dream then i'm your nightmare yeah. hey listen at the end of the day be careful what you wish for when you want your gm fired that's all i'm gonna say like you could end up getting a, a better gm or you could end up getting worse like vancouver has and because i'm sorry all I've seen from Patrick Alvine and jim rutherford is that they just burn bridges and have absolutely zero plan like <sighs> From the coaching to the roster management to the roster creation to the way they're handling their young players, like it is just a tire fire, dude. Like I, I don't envy them at all. And they're gonna get like seventh overall in the draft. It, not good. That's the thing, man. This is such a good draft. Like, okay, honestly, if you really want to go after Phil Peronic, fine. Like, if like I said earlier, if it was just the second round pick. That's, that's fine. If it's fine. two that's seconds, that's fine. fine gamble. But this draft is so good. It's not only do you have your first round pick, it's the Islanders as well. It's not like the Islanders are a sure bet to make the playoffs. Like you could have had two top 15 picks. That would have helped things so much. Like whenever you seen this in past where they traded Freaking the eighth over or the eighth or ninth overall pick for OEL and Garland. <laughs> they could have had Dylan Gunther, but no, like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, just it don't stop. It's not even like moving around deck chairs at this point. It's like you're actually moving like just big pieces around for the sake of moving it. Like God, you just gave JT Miller all that money and he might be out the door as of tomorrow. Like I just Wild, just a wild situation. Strapping your rocket to Oliver Ekman Larson past it, just 
these moves are not. And then, like, on top of all that, you burn the bridge with your captain. Good shit. Like, awesome stuff, guys. And then the guy who was also another big locker room guy, you blasted to Toronto. So. Yeah, for a third-round pick, Luke Shen, from what I heard, wanted to stay there. And I think oh, I could I could be I could be totally mixing this for another player, but I'm pretty sure his like wife is not is like due to have a baby anytime soon, and you trade him to Toronto. I mean, hey, like you're sending him to a, a playoff team, but geez. Whatever. Yeah. They're they're just the worst. And I have no sympathy for them. You know who finally got the brain though? They're not Ken the worst. They're not the worst. They're the most mediocre, which is worse than being worse. Thanks. <laughs> Or you could just move the deck chairs around like the Minnesota Wild. They, how they got, uh, what is it, Nyquist for Mike a fifth. And uh, Marcus Johansson. Because, you know, yeah, that's going to move the needle. for. Yeah. Oh, God, they are so bad. Again, I, mediocre. They're going to make it to the Great block. time to be in the Central Division. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Unless you're Colorado. Yeah. We've got Lars Eller today for a second-round pick. There's, a, there's, their, there's their second-line center. Dude, like, the more I think about it, the more I have to think, like, they were really banking on Taves being around at the deadline. Because they – oh, they were sniffing around him, like, last year and this year. I well, I think both Taves and Kane they were, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they sniffed around Kane for sure last year. I remember that. I – dude, I don't know. Like, I – maybe they just think this isn't the year to put all your chips in the, in the pot, but – Fuck, they might even, not even have to. Look at the West right now. It's so wide open. It's so not good either. Like, who's a team in the West that scares you right now? Yeah. Maybe Dallas. Like, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe the fact you have to, to think yeah. about it. Or if you go yeah. to the East, you can list off five, six teams that are legitimate cup contenders. But that's why the West is winning the cup this year. Because, I like, you could, like, the top six of teams in the NHL could all be from the East. That's cool. One of them's making the cup. No, they're going to so. beat the shit out of each other. And, all like, three of them are going to be eliminated. Like, or four, whatever, however it works, like, you know? Yeah, <laughs> all of them except one. Last time I checked. Well, no, I meant, like, I'm, like... Oh yeah, my like for like if they're each round, like no. Not oh no no no! I thought you meant like only like three of the top teams. Yeah, yeah three teams like, yeah. in the cup final. Let's go! Yeah, round, uh, round I can't wait to like I can't wait to like Boston, Tampa, and Carolina both lose by round two, and we're hearing like, oh my god, we need one through sixteen now. Like, shut up! I'm so over it. <laughs> or like uh, we no, need to play okay, it because eight, Buffalo yeah. got snubbed. Yeah, one through eight. Yes, one through sixteen. I think that's complicates things a bit more because with hockey like that's that's so much travel unless you're going to like a baseball schedule i don't know anyways that's a never going oh no no (laughs) the closest we got was those home and homes we were doing in the bubble that's Mm -hmm. it yeah there we go jim bob's back (laughs) yeah michael missed a riveting conversation about yeah Believe Pittsburgh's target is Mikhail Gradlin. What the fuck is Pittsburgh doing? Tyler Kennedy said it was Tom Wilson, so he's talking out his ass. What? Tyler Kennedy. When Tyler Kennedy tweeted out Tom Wilson to the Penguins, stay tuned. Which, talking out his ass. Imagine, though. Like, imagine if they actually made that interdivision move. (laughs) Like, that would be insane. Oh, not just interdivision. Tom fucking Wilson (laughs) to the Penguins. 
That's just terrible. Mikel Granlund. It's going to be Mikel Granlund and Tyler Myers. I really hope. It's, I, I just want Tyler Myers to be in there. I want to see it, dude. I want to see the big analytics dude. That's a Penguins fan. I have to talk about Tyler Myers for the rest of the year. Hey, who could this be in reference to now, Shmoody? I don't know, man. Maybe I'll just... <laughs> just a couple, actually. It could be a couple now that I think about it. And talk, like, same kind of the same boat Washington and Pittsburgh right now. I think Washington's actually – I actually like what's Washington. Yeah, can we talk about Washington for a second? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Jimmy, cover your ears. Uh, what was that Rasmus Sandin trade? <laughs> what is Kylie Dubman cooking over there? In- like, I get it. Rasmus Sandin didn't oh, want to be there anymore, but, like, he got picked 27 for him, which I guess was, like, when you picked him, but – I'm waiting to see. Yeah, I don't, get a winger. I don't think he's done. Like, I really think he's gonna trade that first and get if some. This, I don't know. You should. I off yesterday. I'm not now. If he ends March 3rd, if the deadline hits and he hasn't done anything else, then I'm bothered. But it, he's got nine roster defensemen right now. There's no way he's done. Why not add ten, baby? Five. Yeah, yeah. go get Tyler Myers. <laughs> <laughs> like, we want Tyler Myers. Get excited. <laughs> Best defense by the most defense. Add up all the value. Have fun with that, Tanner Janot, checkmate Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, they can make all those moves, but they got rid of Pierre Engel, so now they're never going to win another hockey game again. You're right. I know. I don't want to think about it. Hey, hey, Jimmy, I can't believe they lost a hard body checking presence like Pierre Engel. Because apparently he body checks. What was the what he was doesn't. the meme where it was just like Pierre Engvall when he sees everyone finish their checks on the Islanders and it's just like the penguin <laughs> and the de- or the penguin and the like grass and he's like bros on the other side of the world boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's the penguin in the, in the cornfield, yeah. That's what it was, the penguin in the cornfield. <laughs> it's on the wrong side of the world. Draft pick going to Nashville. Oh, so that just tells me they fucked up that Miller trade. It just Nashville tells me they messed it up. Oh, let's do a JT Miller for Kevin Hayes swap. Let's get spicy. Oh my god, they're they're just freestyling right now. The Penguins, they really are. It feels like so many teams like fumbled the bag. Like I want to get into this, but Columbus they fumbled the bag. LA they fumbled the bag. Like that trade they made last night, I feel like that's a lose lose trade. (laughs) Lose lose, and you spit in their best goalies, best goalie in your franchise history's face. Like good job, guys. Good I mean, job. the good old tweet from 2012, what is it, 10 years of our goalie being better than yours, 11 years, whatever. And- Dude, I got to, like, I got to really think, though, with Pittsburgh. Like, it's almost like, remember when X-Tech used to do those, like, accept all trades franchise modes where, like, any trade that got called in, oh, you yeah. accept it. That's how this feels right now. It like, really like, what was the one nothing trade? And that's not just them. There's a lot of GMs making moves like that. Like, I swear to God, they're just throwing around third liners and third pairing defensemen like it's yeah, going out of style. Yeah, yeah. Gonna and it's not it. like for picks. It's like straight up like Vlad Nemestikov or Mikey Isamont. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Knowing well, him, actually, he's, he's going to score the game yeah, seven yeah, overtime exactly. goal from Tampa. No, so sorry. I forgot about that. But <laughs> uh, it's okay. They're going to be fine. Maybe. They need another winger. <laughs> they need to what's the what's the thing they always say curf out or whatever they need to get curf <laughs> even though i think <laughs> if you're having curf on your fourth line you're fine like that's good <laughs> but no he makes too much money this year and he's gonna even though he's a free agent like i just he's fine as a player but 
if you can get that money off the books and bring somebody in, do it. Absolutely do it. Time to trade him for, let's think. Who is, I mean, I don't want him to go. Colton Sissons. <laughs> you got a hat trick, bro. Exactly what I want. Yeah. Come on, man. I can't, speaking of which, the most surprising thing of the Sandine trade is that Kyle, Ky, Kylie Dubman actually traded away as uh, Sue Greyhound. No, he oh. traded for Eric Gustafson. That's the most surprising part. <laughs> and, and someone was just like, he only watched this video of him, and it's just the hat trick he had against the league. <laughs> <laughs> that was all he needed to pull the trigger. He yeah. saw that. He saw his stats on NHL.com, and he saw that he had 60 points once in 2019 and said, oh, Fuck yeah, we need that. And you went for the Stanley Cup final with the Habs while beating the Leafs. Dude, they're so scratching Lilligren to play Gustafson in the playoffs. I cannot oh, wait. Oh, shut up. I cannot oh, wait. Why would you fucking bring that on? <laughs> what is your problem? I'm feeling, I'm feeling mean today, Jimmy. <laughs> or he'll pair him. No. Oh, my God. He scratches him to pair him with Hull. Even better. <laughs> Oh, no, guys, I have a great idea. Run eleven and seven with Gustafson as your seventh defenseman. Oh, he could play forward, you know. Or yeah. should play forward for that case. There you go. There, there's, the, there's the left wing problem solved right there. Eric Gustafson to the wing. My favorite is still that uh, the first thing I see about the Luke Shen trade is they go, oh, so he's going to play with Morgan Riley, right? I was like, you got Luke Shen to play on your top pair. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Sheldon's probably having a wet dream just thinking about that right side top four fucking channel. Also, shout out to Jake McCabe, real team player, switching his number in one day yeah, into being a Honestly, he's a real one. No, he's got the same number as uh, Blackhawk legend Marcus Kruger. <laughs> and Ryan Carpenter, baby. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> Can't, bro. This team terrible. Ugh. Let's talk about Edmonton because Ken Holland finally got his head they, out of his they, ass. They finally did a fucking good thing. And that was a good thing. It was like because they do things a lot, like trading Jesse Poyarby for a bust. Like that's that's more up Ken Holland's speed. But actually trading for Matias Ekholm and Guys, he got him to retain 4% salary. You know how hard that is? You got to actually ask him to do that. Sorry, Don't what you know that brings it down, this cap hit from 6.25 down to 6 million? Because <laughs> that matters. Like, GMs are just... fun, man. NHL GMs are a different breed. Dude, I didn't even know you could retain 4%. Like, the fact that that's a thing is ridiculous. Ugh. I saw the, I saw the thing. It's like, oh, Ken Holland was trolling David right. Cole because that takes so off the under retention cap spaces, and it's only like four percent they're paying. It's not even like it's like twenty percent or something. It's four percent. Whatever. And like Schaefer is a good, decent prospect. That's tough. First round picks, first round pick. But you got rid of Tyson Berry. I saw everyone saying, "Oh no, no more Tyson Tuesdays." Who's going to quarterback the power play now? Who's going to pass the puck to McDavid and Drysaddle and get all the? Uh, oh, I no. hate this. Oh my god! Just I like they have like I, my favorite is them saying Tyson Berry was their best defenseman this year. That's my favorite. Why did you trade our best defenseman? 
Excuse me? Evan Bouchard it just died. It's hilarious. Yeah. Or what was the other dude? Darren A, whatever. The guy who's put like Vince 10 games. Darren because he's big and, and hits and things. Like Hell yeah. He's almost as good as David Darnay. He took all of his right. Well, Oiler, by the way, I remember he scored an overtime game-winning goal against the Sharks in Game Five because I was at that game. <laughs> that was a good game, though. That was, a, that was a pretty cool run. Mm-hmm. That, that, was that, first run. that was like a series of just like lots of goals. It felt like. Yeah, that San Jose and then Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Anaheim was a barn burner. Holy smokes. Game yeah, six. I was at all the home games. All of them were are, were incredible, and I. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pretend the rest of the 2017 playoffs did not happen. Anyways. What's that, Paul Gostad's name? <laughs> Paul Gostad. Andrew Cogliano. Is that your music? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so but yeah, what... I, I, that's some tidy business work getting Matias Ekholm because now like Ekholm Bouchard is your top pair. Nice. Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece, less nice, but they're serviceable when that's your top pair. Yeah. Oh, gosh, they really weird. they really could use somebody to shore, shore up. Bleh. Shore up that second pair. Hey, or they have Devin to shore up, you might even say. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's awful. Time, well, and, like, here's my question also. For Ken Holland, if that was the asking price on Chickering, why didn't you just go get Chickering? Yep. Right. Oh, but uh, but uh, Schmini, didn't you know that half of the other people in the organization don't like them? It's a committee, you know? Oh, <laughs> I am so unbelievably tired of Edmonton. Just, just request that trade clock already, McDavid. Jesus, get out of there. Save the league, please. So save. Save our superstar SOS. God, like well, I cannot stand two sports where their best player in the league is being rotted in a fucking area. Because Mike Trout's rotting in, in LA and Connor McDavid is rotting in Edmonton right now. He's not even rotting, he's just a very, very, very shiny diamond and a mountain of shit. It's unbelievable. Like it, it bigger than one big pile of shit. It's just Oh my god. You're literally the Angels and the Oilers are exactly alike because like you have two you have Otani and Trout, like and then Oilers you got McDavid and, and Dry Settle and, and, and then nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure Otani is like a free agent this year, and then there's only a couple and I think there's only a few more years till both McDavid and Dry Settle hit, so Dry settles up in two years. I think think McDavid is up in like three. Yeah, I think so. You know what? At least he finally went for it when his player is on 150-point pace. (laughs) That's the threshold he needed to have. Maybe they're good enough. Maybe this year we'll treat them to something nice, you know? Yeah, like maybe maybe next year when he passes that Lemieux point pace, then we'll go get a forward. But until then, figure it out. Once he's flirting around 200 points, maybe we'll get a a middle six player. David is on the fucking McDonald's of hockey teams. Yeah. Oh, you worked five years? Oh, compliment. not McDonald's, buddy. McDonald's is too successful. It's got to be like Burger King or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> we had the Whopper. That's Gretzky. <laughs> we, oh <laughs> we had the Whopper. It's so great that we made the Whopper Junior. And then, Dude, why can't McDavid have it his way at BK? This is bullshit. 
I'm just imagining a Connor McDavid Burger King commercial, and it's just the lamest thing I've ever McDavid. seen. a Burger King, trying to whopper, 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 double, triple, whopper. How to make McDavid look like he's more, like held against his will more than he already is? Dude, That's didn't, how you do didn't it. Didn't go auto commercial with Bo Horvat and Connor McDavid? It's like, hey guys, it's Connor oh, McDavid no. and Bo Horvat. Go out and asked us to talk about I don't even remember because I cringe so much I have to turn off the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> David, uh, I just am so <laughs> tired of hockey, man. I put a microphone to my shoes and ask them how they feel about auto insurance. I think I'll get a good answer. God. And people will complain about like the Patrick Mahomes progressive commercials, but there's shit like that out there. Like, I just, I, yeah. come Dude, on. Maybe I'm just, maybe it, or not it progressive I don't know, man. NFL and NBA players are actually fun in commercials. Like, there's actually some character there because they're they're more so. They're actually- except Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's a robot. Oh no, that's a, that's that's AI generated. Yeah, that's why everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All he's got to say is he loves Jesus, and he'd be the perfect prototype. Like, I love Jesus. I throw a ball and I, I play football. And I'm six six. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention I'm six six? Oh, NHL GMs heard you. Don't worry. <laughs> you we're gonna we're gonna do a cross sport trade and trade for him. By the way, speaking, <laughs> I heard a Jets fan today say that uh, the way management describes Logan Stanley is still developing as a prospect. Logan Stanley's like twenty five. Oh, like what are we doing? Twenty five because he was. I thought Logan Stanley was nice. Like was like past that like two or three years ago. Buddy, probably. Logan Stanley, I'm pretty sure got picked with the Andrew Ladd pick. When we traded for him, like, I'm almost positive sure that's the pick. I am pretty sure you're right. Like Dude. it's fucking wild. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> oh man, back when Andrew Ladd, Taves, and Hosa were aligned, I'm pretty that sure. Was seven years ago. So weird. And they still almost won. <laughs> Around. Around. <laughs> <laughs> Brent Seabrook definitely didn't hit two posts, right, guys? No. Uh, hey. Sure, that's the only time in Chicago sports that a double going happened. <laughs> oh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Oh, just great. Only Bears playoff football. I'm not even counting 2020. That's not like you make it as a seven seed. You're a Mickey Mouse team. Jesus, get out of here. 2020, like every pretty much every team like made the playoffs in every sport. Like. <laughs> Look at the NHL. There's 24 teams. The MLB was 24 teams. The only, yeah, it was just insane. NFL implemented the seventh team that year. Like it's just seventh team is also the dumbest thing they've done in recent memory. But that's besides yeah. the point. It, yeah, I I never. I don't think I were ever going to see a seventh seed win a championship. There's just no fucking way. Like Brady won from the five seed. Like I get it, the Giants have won from the six seed before, but ugh, dude, that's pushing it still. Anyways, enough about. I don't know how we got the hand egg. Let's get back to the. I really don't know how. I feel like we're just like, oh, we're on a train. Oh, three minutes. Oh, we're done. On to the next one. Like so much, so much. There's a lot, dude. There's a lot of shit that happened. We haven't touched on like Carolina made a couple moves. They got Puliari. They got got Gossip Fair. First pick. Nobody for for Puliari like. Everyone's making those big swings, and then Carolina's like, "No, I'll continue to make Carolina moves. Thank you very much." And trade. And Nobody's going to be point a game, so there you go. Yeah. All fin line with him, Aho, and uh, Terra. Oh yeah, will you RV uh, Hurricane yet? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> that reaction, cool. 
Yeah, I'm just glad that man's out of Edmonton. They have whole, I, I doubt I doubt he's like a top six guy, you know, but No, he's like a more like a third line guy. Yeah, he's he's but he's uh he's a player and Edmonton treated him like he wasn't for the longest time. I mean I'd I'd be No. Well hard. actually no, the Oilers no, management and media media treat him like Oh and sure, the, yeah, no pretty sure most fans appreciate it. Please. Yeah, everybody against him. Everybody that controlled, you know, his playing time and such. Like, Sorry, guys. Last time I heard, it's not the media's fault. The players should just be it's better. Never the, <laughs> last time the media talked, maybe, hey, it's hey, not the media's maybe, fault. Maybe they should stop being so pissy about it. Is what yeah, I think. Jerks. Literally all-time interview segment. Oh, my God. And then, like, the audio got out, which made it even better. Like, oh, my Dude, God. Dude, he asked a follow-up question to it, too. <laughs> Like, this is why some of these journalists, like, I'm just glad, like, the Hawks journalists aren't like that, because that oh, shit would drive me up. Like, the Bears journalists are like that sometimes, and it drives me up a wall. I can't stand that crap. It makes me so mad. Like, Reagan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They'll always ask the same, like, knee-jerk questions that you don't want. Like, like you know the answer to it. Like, way yeah. to just make the whole fucking interview awkward now, jackass. Like, no one likes you and what you do with your job when you're like that. Jesus. <laughs> like, like, the one guy did it so bad, Akeem yeah. Hicks came out and fucking roasted him to death. Like, I'm serious. Oh, red form in era. <laughs> nice question, jackass. I'm serious. Like, so fucking stupid. Oh, God. And like, and and like, I swear, Canadian markets get away with it more than anyone. Because Vancouver, well, Vancouver's gotten better at it lately. I'd say that's more ownership. But like, the media in Edmonton is absurd. I'd argue Montreal does it a lot. Well, Edmonton is god awful. They're all eighty-year-olds that NHL players. Prime reporting was back in the eighties when the Oilers were a dynasty. Like, they need to answer these questions like Red Foreman. Honestly. Yeah. Dumb question, dumbass. Next question. <laughs> That's your brain trying to comprehend its own stupidity. <laughs> How about I shove my foot up your ass? Next question. What if I ever just thought about saying by putting my foot up your ass? Next question. <laughs> Next question. Or no, no, actually what he's gonna do is like uh fucking Spectre's gonna say some shit and he's gonna go, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? That's two. <laughs> you got one more and I'm fucking leaving. That's how this works. <laughs> oh jeez. Screw Edmonton Media, good for McDavid. You got a defenseman. Yeah, it's it's literally boys club from the management, boys club to the media. Oh, I hate it. I just wish. No, no more of it. At least the former Oilers are doing well. Like, Jordan Everly leads his team in points. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the former Oilers are doing great. Well, except Ryan Strom. We don't talk about him. He's dying in yeah, Arizona. He, he Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Strom does not exist. For being completely honest. He's in Anaheim. That's the same thing. Straight up forgot he was in Anaheim. That tells you anything. That's how irrelevant he's been this year. He's just terrible. I think it's funny that he and his brother have the same contract, though, I'm pretty sure now. Because I think they both have five times five. (laughs) One's in Washington and the other one's in the city. One gets to sling pucks to Ovechkin and the other gets to play in front of like 10,000 fans a night. Sling pucks to Frank Vitrano. I bet you remembered he's on the team as well. Yeah, they were both buddies on the Rangers. (laughs) Also, like, I think I saw the Ducks. It was just like, oh, we we scratched Kulikov and Klinberg, and like, okay, we don't we don't. Kulikov's going we back to Minnesota, there. baby. <laughs> Who want me? No, one hundred percent. That really is John Klingberg. Who do you think Klingberg would even fit with? 
because he's so so uh, bad defensively. That team that I said he should have signed with in the offseason, the Kraken, but I don't know that. Yeah, like just they need offense. Like not they don't need offense, but like might as well add to their strength, which is scoring yeah. goals and get a, one of the better puck movers. Yeah, he can't play defense worth shit, but. He's you can shelter him. Eric Gustafson in a way. He is Eric Gustafson, except he's big and he's right-handed and he's Swedish. I was going to say he is Swedish Eric Gustafson. But, <laughs> They're both you know. He's a right-handed Eric Gustafson. No, I took away his Swedish nationality. Now he's just blank. I, I, I was like thinking Eric Gustafson is Finnish. And I was like, oh. No, but he's finished with the Leafs. <laughs> Ooh. He's going out with Kerfoot for uh, Tyler Myers. Get excited, Leafs Nation. Dude, Kerfoot and Holford Myers. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love thinking of Leafs trades. This is so much fun. <laughs> put my AirPods so I can make sure I'm hearing this bullshit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Oh, God. Unbelievable. And they Tyler play the Myers. Oilers tonight, I'm pretty sure, right? The, uh, dude, that's Curtis from Alberta. I think like the game debut play. against McDavid. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh, jeez. No, don't worry, Sam. La- the laugh man will counteract all that. Oh, you're so right. When he's playing, with- <laughs> wait. Yeah, Dude, the laugh man's with Aston Reese and Shari, and that's a that's a nasty fourth line. Like that could do stuff. You better hope Achari doesn't get tripped because that would just be unbelievable. If that better hopes they're not playing St. Louis either. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is a good one, Piss. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, hey, come on! Yeah, I come remember on, back in 2019, this Achari fella got tripped. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what's crazy is St. Louis scored. I dare I say it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I just laughed that he was a blue and a brune within like a three-year span. It's just... And now he's a leaf. Yes, because that's where all great players go to die. Hey. Hey. That's where they go to lose in the first round. They'll be perfectly alive. God. (laughs) But no, now they're in a winning culture, remember? (laughs) I can't believe McDavid is... Compared to Chicago, absolutely. Oh yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> that comment in a, that comment, like out of context, is fucking hilarious. Oh, it is. It is. I had a little bit of a chuckle. Uh, even a, a snortle, even looking at it for sure. Yeah, Grandma's actually not having a bad year. Thirty-six points. That's not bad. That's just Wait, like I, I was looking at Grandland stats for the Whoa. Pittsburgh thing. I don't know what the draft pick was, but I go pick. He's got like 36 and 50, but he's, I'm pretty sure he has term on that contract. That's where things get stupid. Back to cap friendly. Who we go. I know. I'm just going to change the tab real quick. Um, Why? What were you on before? No, just kidding. Oh, yeah, bro, totally. No, unless. No. Yeah, bro. I was, I was yeah, bro. cranking 90s with fucking Ben Shapiro, brother. Yo, were you watching Ben Shapiro owns the feminist compilations? Bro, I just minded him. I mean, you and Dude, he's making five mil for two more years after this one. Okay. Yeah. Well, five more minutes. I need to finish my daily show. Oh my god. Future Leaf is making two point eight five seven one four three for the next three years. Kyle, go get him. 
Colton Sissons is your guy. I was like, who the hell are you talking about? Dude, <laughs> dude he's halfway through that eight-year contract. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you know he scored a hat-trick goal? Are you sure that's who the Leafs should trade for? Are you yes. sure about that? Yes. <laughs> he's going to move the needle. You got you to show that you want someone from Nashville. Well, fuck, Tan- or Tampa got Janelle. <laughs> Oh my god, they're gonna trade for Colton Smith. Or Cole Smith. Or whatever the fuck his name is Cole Smith. <laughs> they're gonna trade for Cole Smith, Jimmy's favorite player. And then they're gonna get Paul Cotter as well. Whoa, that's crazy. Shut the fuck up. Holy cow. Just the thought of uh, a three up. No Top six of Paul Cotter with Tavares, baby. Get excited. No, guys, I have a better idea. The thought of 3v3 game on the line. Your defenseman is Eric Gustafson, and the forwards, yes. He's about to take a slap shot from the point. <laughs> no, from center ice, baby. That's a, that is so unbelievably niche, it's not even funny. <laughs> oh so God. many layers to that. <laughs> I was checking to see. If Colton Sissons was a Sue Greyhound, no, he was a Kelowna Rocket. Like, Damn it! Hey, well, now we have to trade for him. Hang on, hang on. There might be a connection here to make. There is a connection because Connor McDavid just got his 51st goal of the season, baby. <laughs> One yeah. to nothing. No, what I was trying to do was wait. Luke Jen is also a Kelowna Rocket, baby. What's going on? Is Kylie Goldman changing honest. it around? Dude, the Patrick injuries are out of stock already. Getting Tyson Fury back, who I also think was a clone rocket. Dude, yeah, I think that is kind of at martyr for prison. NHL teams have not yet discovered the new tactic of fourth D pairing. Fourth defensive. Dude, who needs four lines? Get four pairings and three lines and rock. <laughs> Every forward's playing 20 minutes. Mike Babcock's going to love it, and he's still going to find a way to give Camp 37 minutes or something. Oh, no. I can't believe this is my team. What other trade happened? <laughs> it's like the LeBron picture, like, smiling through it all. This is my team. <laughs> No, really. It really is. Also, 700 games for Morgan Riley. Everybody's so excited. Everybody, yay. Yay, Morgan Riley. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> Don't you guys hate him over there in Toronto land? Oh, yeah. I, isn't he public enemy number one? Oh, fuck yeah. Riley's second pair. Oh, with Hole. Okay. Dude, Riley, Jones, <laughs> Riley for Jones in three years is literally going to move mountains. It's going to be crazy. Funny. I know you're Riley right. That's older than part. Seth Jones. It feels like Seth Jones is older than Morgan Riley. I don't know why, but. Right? But Seth's year. like, what, a year younger? I don't even, I don't even think that. I, both, I, think, I think they're both 94s, but Jones got drafted in 2013 and then Riley in 2012. That's what it is. Okay. But I think Jones stepped in the NHL right away, whereas Riley took eight. That's probably what I don't know. God, I need a Riley Seth Jones pairing before I die. Oh no, I, I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> I do. I do. Trust me. <laughs> oh, d- Jimmy, don't worry. It's not going to be in Chicago. It's going to be in Toronto now. You don't have yeah, to worry. You're fine. Don't worry. Fuck both of yourselves. <laughs> that joke. He's having an existential crisis. Jesus. 
that Jones for for Timmons and Lilligren in the second is gonna go. It's gonna go different. <laughs> oh god! My, fr- you know what's great about the Sandine trade is Leafs fans can't like bring up the 2018 draft class anymore and be like, Washington. Dude, I mean, Sandine Carlson is gonna be a fun pairing though. That is. Or they're probably going to play him like Jensen, which is still a fine pairing. But Or they're playing with Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Ooh, now we're talking. Oh, oh, now things are heating up. Now you're cooking with grease. Get TVR up in there. <clears throat> yeah, trades. And, and things so many trades. That ilk. Yeah, there's so many trades. There's, there's probably probably trades we've missed. There's just There's just too many of them right now. Oh, no, you're telling me we missed Teddy Bluger for a third? Damn it! <laughs> how do how can we do this? What is Kylie Dubman cooking in Toronto? <laughs> I love if we call him Kylie Dubman. <laughs> Kylie Dubman? Kylie Dubman and Kyle Pudis, <laughs> my two favorites. Dude, that's so rude. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> Bro, he just had a mud pie, Jimmy. He couldn't... He didn't wipe. <laughs> Ali Pudis does not definitely does not wipe. It's like it's like Kessel with the hot dog. I'm gonna Listen, you know, I was next to Kyle Lewis and he didn't wash his hands before going out. Next year, next year, find out he doesn't wash his ass. Even worse. Find out more in my Toronto Sun article next week. Kyle Dubas Dubas seems like he washes his ass enough. I don't know. Seems like seems like that kind. Seems like a good guy. I don't know. You said that shit so sincere too. Like he didn't wash his ass. Yeah. God. What are we talking about anymore? I don't know, dude. This trade season deadlines has me fucked up, dude. It's there's still another day of this tomorrow, and then there's Friday till like I think it's 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm just surprised we're seeing guys at this big of salaries getting moved, like guys with like multiple years left on contracts. Like this, you don't see that a lot of the deadlines. No, I mean, like. At home, it seems like an off-season move, and that shit just happened at the deadline. He's in the first year of his contract. I forgot to bring that up. He's in the first year of his contract. Yeah. Only four years. Old. I, I, for whatever reason, I think it was like an eight- or six-year. I'm like, okay, four years. I thought years it was maybe. an eight-year deal. But I guess not. He was the only one in Nashville that didn't get an eight-year deal. That's wild. Yeah. I was probably thinking of Ryan Ellis, who I don't think is ever going to play. Home. Oh, yeah. That's probably it. Jeremy Lazan makes two mil for four years. Like, what are we doing here? Like... <laughs> Thank God that senile old man is retiring. Jesus. And then they're going to hand it to Barry Trotz, who's a young strapping fella. (laughs) Yeah. Barry Flippity Flop. Perfect. I mean, yeah, say what you want about the Blackhawks deadline, but at least we know they're rebuilding. There's just so many teams. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Vancouver. Vancouver, Pittsburgh, which is why I think they are a match made in heaven to make a potential trade. Washington's like retooling on the fly, which I think is odd. Washington, like, like I can understand they're saying, oh, we might not do it this year, but we can get some pieces for next year. I can understand. I legitimately do not know what Pittsburgh and Vancouver are doing. Vancouver, like, don't even try to figure that out. You got Holy Ottawa shit. and you got Detroit selling, Ottawa buying. It... Okay, but it's Jake Chickren. Like, I'm fine. No, I know. It's just. Yeah. 
No, it, it is old. It's amazing what it, when a goalie starts making saves, you start winning games. Like, so Yeah, Mad Sogard. Yeah. Oh, that's so well, good. apparently the Coyotes wanted in the in the chicken trade. Yeah, I bet they did. I bet they did. I bet yeah, they wanted yeah, Ridley cool. Greed too. I bet they wanted like yeah, yeah, yeah. Lassie Thompson or some shit. And they're like, "Yep, we yeah. like our guys." Yeah. He's gonna play Jacob's sixty career Jacob. NHL games before he gets. And they want that so guy. You come to me with this request. <laughs> I swear to God, they're like that. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I need to get out of this glass box. Oh my god. Of shame. Not the glass box. Emotion. <clears throat> yeah, but the, the chicken trade, that's that's yeah, to, to wrap things up a little bit, I guess. Like that's a great trade for Ottawa. Like yeah, that's two years in a row that you're probably trading top 10, 15 picks. Who cares, though? Like, they're so – they have such a good young core. Jacob Chicken only helps that. If you get a player that you would hope those picks turn into, then who gives a shit? If you're looking to do something now, I mean, Ottawa's on the cusp. They – if we're being honest, they just need a better head coach. But I don't know if the front <laughs> office yeah. realizes that. It's not that fucking hard to they're realize. They're still the but... seventh best team in their division. It's yeah, frustrating because with the right fucking moves, they could be so far ahead. They yeah, they could be like fifth. <laughs> they might be in a wild card, yeah. I'm sorry. They're not better than the top three in the division. No, I know. It's this. just uh, – it's, it's, And they don't have Norris still right now. Right? If you put like two I, – I wish you could just take two basement teams in the East and switch them with the West because the, the West is so fucking bad. <laughs> They've turned themselves it's into really a tire fire. It's horrible. Which is it's why so bad. It's going to be the abs. Dude, the Stars are winning great. the cup this year. Get excited. Pete DeBoer is going to get his ring finally. Pete DeBoer, not Jake Ottinger, buddy. No, he's going to lose in the cup final again. Like Pete DeHore. I, I like that. Actually, no, I need Vegas to lose in the cup final. <laughs> hmm. I'm like trying to think which which West team losing the Cup final would be funniest. Uh, I'd say Carolina, but like, I, if Edmonton makes it that far, I'd rather like they just win. No, if the Oilers lose, I can't think I can handle another Cup finals Edmonton Cup finals loss, even though it's been almost 20 years since the last one. Oh my god, almost 20 years since the last one. Anyway, so the te- the teams that are in it right now, I'm pretty sure the West is like firmly locked in. Because there's a five point difference between the second two second wild card team, two wild card teams, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Calgary. By the way, I think I saw Calgary is the only team that has not made a trade so far this season. <laughs> I saw it was, it was Pittsburgh and Calgary that they're making trade, and Pittsburgh obviously made trades. So. Dude, why does Calgary always come back to this painful mediocrity? Well, they almost start... traded for Colton Pareko, so there's that. Oh, okay. Never there's mind. There's names out there where I'm like, oh, cool. I'm tired of like, oh, they might waive their trip. Bad, bad, bad. Unless I actually see <laughs> it happen. Like, I don't want to see those tweets. Like, it's Darren Dreger, like, every day. Like, stay tuned. There might be some regressions happening with oh this my player. God, I wish I could be a reporter so I could tell GMs to just shut up with that shit. I oh, like when man. just like Shayna or Emily Kaplan oh, just drops dude. a full trade. I like sure. when they do that more. Not just oh, Meyer to New Jersey, and then I don't post anything for six hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's do first. 
Shana today alone broke the the Bluger trade, and then she broke Nemesnikov to 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 San Jose. Poor Nemesnikov. Or you could just do it like some of these teams do, and just not tell the media, and just drop a fucking press release to let them know, like Vancouver does, or like Ottawa does, or like Toronto does, like. But no, I miss when the Blackhawks did their eyeball emoji though, <laughs> just yeah. to give the whole family. Uh, so do that All right, we're losing another trade, boys. Get ready. <laughs> just like the sheer panic we would all feel when they tweeted that. We're like, oh fuck, what's happening now? They knew not to do that over the last couple of trades. They're like, we moved on from that. <laughs> like the writing's on the wall. Yeah, they trading. made like actual good trade. Actually, that's not a They made fine trades, except for the one, okay, which is why it took them forever to fucking do it. <laughs> Schmitty, you said it perfectly after we did last podcast. What did you say about Kyle Davidson? Dude, okay. Kyle Davidson's moves as general manager is my thoughts on The Last Jedi. Very controversial movie. Kyle Davidson, very controversial GM. I fucking love 85% of The Last Jedi. I love 85% of the moves Kyle Davidson's done. But holy fucking shit. That other 15% is damn near unforgivable at times. Why do you hate women? Oh my god, I love that you took out of that that I hate women. That's awesome. <laughs> that is my favorite. All you're saying is Kyle Davidson is Ryan Johnston. Got it. Hey, if Kyle Davidson Literally, can direct Kyle his Davidson, knives out this summer, you know then Kyle we're Davidson good. Kyle Davidson and Ryan Johnson have something in common. They treated two of their main supporting cast members like a fucking nobody the whole time. There you go. There you go. Oh, I will say, one of my friends has been like texting me this entire podcast, just like completely breaking down over this rebuild. And I'm like, to be fair, 90% of these horrific trades were all Stan Bowman. David yes. is doing it. all goes back to him. It really does. It really does. I hate it so much. He doesn't yeah. have much to work with. So, He's just scorched earth. Yes, I understand you're frustrated. I think all Chicago fans are. But most of this was Sam Bowman's fault. He was just Yeah, anything ever since Davidson's come on, there's not like like you said, Schmidt, there is absolutely reason to be frustrated with some of the like there are about two or three moves, I don't have to say which ones, that people have I think absolutely all the right to be very frustrated with or at least worried by. But ninety percent of his work has been fantastic. It's Dude, we even saw Jack Johnson say that he didn't request a trade, but Kyle Davidson does good by the players. He did this earlier on in the season when he traded Nicholas Bowden to Montreal. Like we've seen moves where he tries to help out and genuinely cares for the players. It's just Davidson and Richardson are doing something very fucking right that the last regime didn't necessarily do at all times, and that's treat the players people treat the and treat them players like human beings and not assets. Obviously, they're also fat asterisk by the cane thing. I get that. But in general, 99% of the time, it is great it, from what we've heard, what we've read, great communication, great respect for the players, and that you need that building. You want to go – like we, we talked about this yesterday. The Hawks have set a – when they won those cups, they set a precedent. And forever from now on, you're reaching for that goal. You're reaching to get there again. And that is exactly how you start things off is you start with a – Good environment. You need a new culture. That's the biggest a, thing. Especially after, I'm not going to say it, especially after what the fuck happened in 2021. You need, you a, need a new reset. culture. You need, Yeah, you need a reset. And I think they've done a fantastic job with it so far. Everybody, like fucking Angle comes in this room and he's like, yeah, these are a great bunch of guys. They've been taking care of me the whole day. How often do you hear that about a team that is this far in the shitter? You, you don't. don't hear it very often. You don't. Max Domi still wants to be with this 
god awful team. Exactly. Extend him yesterday. Please. Yeah, Richardson needs to just get married already. I think too. I think I think Davidson's just waiting, waiting. He's like, all right, anyone gonna throw that first out there? No? All right, five times five. Colorado? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's just like he's like putting the line out in the water and he's like, mm, Yes, yeah, if everyone takes the bait, yeah. Can I get uh, a nibble? No, nope. as you should be doing that. Oh, as you should do, 100 Yeah, but at the same time, if you're not getting a first round pick, just extend the guy's gonna be 28. You sign him to a five, six year contract, he's gonna be 33, 34 at the end. You he need just players. turned 28, too. Like, just turned 28. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's on, dude, he's on pace for 70 points. He's having his second, second best season of his career. Three million, by the way, free agency. Got him for yep. free. Dude, I, <laughs> if they, if oh, if the Blackhawks made moves like that when Bowen was still charged, they might have actually made the playoffs one more time. I fucking I hate it. I, but no, we got Chris Kunitz and Cam Ward and Brandon Manning. <laughs> that jackass is not seeing heaven. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. They really sold their fucking souls to the devil to win those, win that cup. At least in 2010, for sure. Like. <sighs> They really did. And, like, only positive thing to come out of any of those moves that year was that Chris Coons, I'm pretty sure, became, like, a development coach on the team afterwards. Still here, I'm pretty sure. Still here. (laughs) Glad something good came out of that. But, man. Four-time Stanley Cup champion and gold medal winner Chris Coons. Right. Chris Coons was on the Lightning and then left right before they won all their cups. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, because I think they lost. Could have been a six-time Stanley Cup champion. (laughs) That's great. Oh my god. Fun times though. Don't you love talking about the Blackhawks? Just <laughs> 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 a big old fart. Anyways. I heard big old fart. Who? Who? Yeah. Where? <laughs> to the left. Go look. <laughs> I wish I could just make that the podcast title. Not even like big old fart. Like an audio file. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a fart noise and a groan that basically describes <laughs> <Yeah. Uber. laughs> What's the uh, average age on the podcast again? Like 23 or something? Uh, yeah. Who cares? Whatever. No. no, 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 no. I'm pulling out my calculator right now. You get that math degree. Pierce, you got this. Okay, I'm 22, Reagan. You just turned 23, right? Jimmy, you turned 24 this year. Jimmy, you turned 25. Okay. Well, it's 23, 23. Yeah. It's 23. It's 23. Yeah, it's 23. Pierce, it's 23. Yeah. No, 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 no. We got to do this. Pierce, Pierce, I just did the math. Pierce, I just did the math in my head. It's 23. Oh, my God. No way. Did you? Yes. Are you a calculator? Well, because me and Reagan are 23 each. If Pierce okay. is 22, you're 24. Hey, Jimmy, if you figure that out in your head, what the hell are you doing here? Go work for a front office. <laughs> You clearly could do. You could clearly circumvent the cat better than Vancouver. <laughs> you could at least they have okay, a lot can't. of money. Guys, we need uh, less money. It's literally like simple counting too. It's like guys, we can't go over eighty-one and a half. All right, I'm getting eighty-three. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just can't with these teams, bro. Oh, it, it was so bad that Jimmy left. <laughs> I didn't even leave. <laughs> I didn't even leave. What? I do. I, I hit the space bar, and apparently that was enough to kick you out. Wait, wait, I gotta see if, this, if that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I clicked the space bar to kick them out. <laughs> 
so sorry about this. So sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. completely embarrassing that I don't want to talk about. I barely touched the space bar, man. I barely got How could you do this? <laughs> I was asked to comment, but I said I cannot legally answer it without crying. The liberal media censoring you again, Jimmy. I'm just thinking of that <laughs> you asked me where it's like, fuck you, Pierce. <laughs> 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 Oh, I'm getting a picture of Dolan Strowman just putting on it in text. Fuck you, Pierce, a million billion times. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. I have the perfect picture for it if you know exactly which picture it is. David Camp from Mitchy Marner, baby. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mitchy, Mitchy, baby. Mitchy, Mitchy. No, Jimmy, Ooh. you have to put you have to put a picture of fuck you, Pierce, but the picture this time is this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be my favorite picture, bro. Like, we got when we head to Nashville, we're recreating that picture. I hope you know. Oh yeah. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> I said like last time we're gonna try to keep this podcast to an hour, so we're not going too long, like we're going to be doing the trade deadline stream on Friday, so we'll have, like, five or six hours to talk about the trades then. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to end it off here. <laughs> I wanted to be organized with, like, how we're talking about the trades, but, like, we just jumped trades. So much shit has happened, and then we just went off. <laughs> I'm still laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> All tuning in. Give us a five-star rating on your preferred podcast platform. If you are on YouTube watching our beautiful faces, don't forget to smash that like button. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss anything. Yo, what's good? Mr. Stevenson, what's up, dude? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. Like my Raycons. Raycon is a premium auto at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Here are some of the features of the Raycons. Three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode, custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit, crystal clear call quality, as well as water and sweat resistant. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off.